Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome back to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. This episode, and I know I, I say it always, like I'm super excited about this episode, but I'm really excited about this one because we're going to be talking about something that I know a lot of us want more information on, want more guidance. Uh, for any of you that are starting a business, have a uh, personal brand or anything like that, you want a little bit more of that social media presence, specifically on TikTok, this episode is going to help us. I have a wonderful Mujeron, someone that I believe our brands really align, and she's going to be helping us to learn more about how we can also create a career in social media and how we can start our own business as well. So please help me welcome self-discovery expert and founder of the Purpose Driven Latina Coaching Program, Erika Cruz. Erika, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to have you here. Sonia, it is a pleasure. I know that we've been following each other on social and just kind of playing tag here and there. So I'm just really excited that we get to sit down and have this conversation. As you mentioned, we are super aligned with the community that we're serving. And TikTok has been totally revolutionized my life, but also just the way that we consume content over the last year. So I'm really excited to talk to you about that today. Yeah. And one of the things I love about your content is we see a lot of like these TikTok dances and like you have to kind of act them out. And at first I was a little intimidated, like I still am actually. And I didn't know if I would look kind of, you know, cool doing these dances, but I love your content because I can really relate to it. It's more real. Uh, there's a lot of advice in those videos. And I think that's one of the things that we really need, especially after going through COVID and all of that. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and the Purpose Driven Latina Coaching Program and everything that you're up to. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for asking. So uh, I'd like to start off by saying that I've grown my TikTok account with zero dance videos and I am 30 <laughs> years old. <laughs> so like the two most common myths that I hear regarding TikTok is that it's a dancing app. You know, you have to dance and you have to be a kid. And I think at this point, people within the last year, I think people are changing their minds about that, especially because most people downloaded the app during the pandemic. And the more they got to see the type of content that was on there, they realized, okay, no, this is not just dancing and it's not just for kids. Um, funny thing though, I spent like eight years in the tech industry. And what I will tell you is that like, even though kids are the first ones to use an app, that doesn't mean they're going to be the last ones to use it. Because if you think back to Facebook, it was only college students. And then now it's like our parents, <laughs> you know, so like kids usually give us the, um, the insight into like, what is going to be new and what's going to stay around. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know what apps are going to stay around, look at your like niece and nephews, look at your younger cousins. Um, I even saw a statistic about like Latinas being one of the um, most early adopters when it comes to like new technology. So something to definitely look out for. 
So a little bit more about myself. Um, thank you for the beautiful introduction. So as I mentioned, I spent eight years in the, in the tech industry kind of by accident. I pretty much just looked for the first job that I could find out of college. And it happened to be in the tech industry. And I jumped around to a few different startups while I was there. So I got a lot of exposure into how business worked, even though I was not a business major. And it was, it was a great experience, but I constantly felt like I'm not doing enough to give back to my community. And it's such a Latina thing, right? Like we don't, well, of course we want to do well, but like we care more about impact than we do about income. And I, I always knew I wanted to do something to give back to my community. And because of that, I really got into diversity and inclusion within the tech industry. And then I became a yoga instructor. And then I started teaching yoga at my tech company and doing like all these things on the side as well. Just looking for a little bit more fulfillment, because I think especially being like daughters of immigrants, we grow up and we do everything that we're quote unquote supposed to do because we want our parents sacrifice to be worth something. So we go to school, we get the job, maybe we get married and have kids. But at some point we're like, wait, I did everything I was supposed to do. Why am I not happy? And I constantly had these, um, these moments coming to me when I was in tech. So I would find different ways to feel more fulfilled, whether that was through the yoga teacher training or whether it was through um, diversity and inclusion and just like really getting involved in my companies and trying different positions. And then 2020 hit and we were all at home and more, for lack of a better word, we were forced to go inward and really like observe ourselves and really it made us all reevaluate what we wanted in life it made us realize that our health and our family and our community are like the most important things because if we're unwell then nothing else matters so with all of my tried my all of the side hustles that I tried ended up leading me to this place during the pandemic when I was at home and I was like okay something has to change and I invested in my first coach where I was a student in a group coaching program. And when I was in the group coaching program, I was like, I can do this, but I can do this for my community with the, with my bringing my own flavor to it. And that's where the idea of a coach came from. I had just downloaded TikTok. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I, I was kind of just jumping on trends and creating content because I, I knew it was going to be the next big thing. I just didn't know how exactly I was going to use it. And if you go back to my earlier videos, I'm, they're, they're not like self-help videos. So fast forward, um, I joined this group coaching program and actually I started creating content I cared about on TikTok. So I think that's really big. I think people feel like they don't know what their niche is or they don't know what they want to create content on you have to create content on what brings you joy and what makes you come alive because it's not easy to be consistent. Like if you didn't care about the topic of your podcast and the theme about it and the community that you were serving, you would have given up a long time ago. If you're doing something just because you think it's going to get you followers, that's not going to work. And I think for a long time when I was creating content in the past, that's what I was doing. I was chasing the followers but when 2020 happened and then I almost saw my own mental health kind of on the verge of like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. All of this uncertainty. And then add to that, that I had been a yoga instructor. I had this like understanding of what was going on. 
And I literally, I, I legitimately wanted to help people during the pandemic. So that's when I started creating videos all around self-help and mindfulness. And it's so funny, the moment that you align with like what it is that you actually want to do, things start to really work out. So for a long time, I was like, uh, nobody cares about mindfulness. Nobody really cares about mental health. I thought it wasn't like sexy enough. I thought it was going to be just like something that people imagined a monk meditating on a mountain. And like, but then I had to like check myself and it's like, no, Erica, you are Latina. You are like, there's so many different aspects to us. And the way that I can teach mindfulness and self-help is very different than other people. So I started to create content around, um, yeah, like around the time of the pandemic, like March of 2020. And then I was creating videos pretty consistently for about a month. And then I grew from no followers to 12,000 followers, which is like, I'm at 12,000 Instagram followers and I've had my Instagram for five years. So that's just crazy to go in a month. And then TikTok reached out to me and was like, Hey, we are looking to create more like educational content. Do you want to be a part of this program? So I joined a TikTok program and that forced me to be even more consistent because I had signed a contract that said I was going to have 40 videos in a month or something like that. So I was creating more content than I had ever created before. And that's when I joined the group coaching program. And then I had this realization and I was like, oh my gosh, TikTok is going to be the way that I can sell my group coaching program. So I just went on a huge rant. I hope I answered your question. I create self-help content. (laughs) I love this because I think that a lot of times we're exposed to the big moments, right? Erica reaching over 175,000 and now seeing how everything kind of unraveled and went down. It's just, it really allows you to see and understand and, and grasp that, hey, this is an opportunity that all of us can kind of do with whatever it is that your passion is. If we are thinking about like maybe starting, I know that you kind of went through how the pandemic and joining this coaching program really helped you also find what that purpose was. What advice could you give women who are right now sitting here and they know there's more out there. They know they want to do more and maybe they're stuck. They feel stuck or, or they're in a place where they're looking for that aha moment that a lot of us kind of go through. What could be one of the things that they do in order to start their process as well? Yeah. So I always say that in order to align with your purpose, because I don't think we necessarily need to discover it because it's already within you. Like the truth is you are your purpose and I am my purpose and who we are as human beings, we're, we're multidimensional. We're not just one thing. So when it comes to aligning with your purpose, it pretty much means you have to align with yourself. It's why I call myself a self-discovery coach, because I feel like the more you know yourself and the more aware you are, the, the better you are at making decisions, the better you are at understanding what's going on in your life. So what I would say, if you are struggling with finding your quote unquote thing, really just follow what it is that makes you come alive. And I know that that sounds so cliche, but the more you follow what makes you feel joyful and come alive, you're, you will align with your, with your purpose. And there's no, your purpose is not a destination. You don't just get somewhere and then you're done. Your purpose is always going to evolve and change just like you are as a person. 
So if you are like, if you, from the perspective of TikTok, if you know that you want to create content and you know that you were meant for something bigger, but you don't know exactly what it is, I would say start creating content on the things that you enjoy. Like, what do you do in your spare time that you don't expect payment for? So like, what type of books are you reading? What type of movies do you enjoy watching? What does your YouTube look like? Go look at that because what you enjoy consuming is what you will also enjoy creating. And I think the, the reason that TikTok is so powerful is because their algorithm works like no one else's. TikTok is based on what's called content discovery. So on something like Instagram or YouTube, you kind of, unless your video is featured, you kind of have to already be following people in order to see their content. But with TikTok, the moment that you go on, there's something called the For You feed. And the moment you open the app, that's what you're seeing, which means that TikTok really wants new content creators to be discovered. And every time you open the app, you are seeing new videos from new creators, which is a great thing for new creators. So I would say if you're kind of in this position where you're like, oh my gosh, well, I really like um, creating makeup videos, but there's already so many people creating makeup. And I just don't know if I'm like good enough for that. Okay. There's, there's always going to be somebody doing something, but nobody's going to do it the way that you do it. And there's a million people doing what I'm doing on TikTok, maybe not a million, but there's a bunch of people doing what I'm doing, but nobody looks like me. Nobody has this color hair. Nobody has my same story. And when I create a video versus a white man creating a video, we can see the same exact thing, but the people that your video is going to resonate with is different. So it's really important to one, create content that you care about. Because if you don't care, it shows, it's obvious. It doesn't look authentic. It kind of looks forced. And TikTok is all about authenticity. People just, uh, the consumers on there are, are too smart. They know when something's like legit or when something's forced or when something is scripted. So when it comes to aligning with your purpose, follow what brings you joy and if you, like, I thought I was going to be a yoga instructor, a yoga studio owner. And the moment I became a yoga instructor, I was like, yeah, no, that's not what I'm going to do. And then, but what happened yoga, I learned about mindfulness when I was in yoga teacher training. And now that's like kind of what my focus is like mindfulness and self-discovery. It's where I learned that like, we are our one true teacher. So it doesn't matter what you decide to, to like start with because it's only going to help you. So start, focus on something that brings you joy. If that doesn't work, good. Now you know, you can move on to the next thing. And that would be my, my advice for people that like know that they want to start and they don't know where to go. Yeah, I really love that you said there's no one out there that's going to do it the way you do it. And I think that uh, sometimes really blocks us from pursuing what we want, even when creating Mujer on Movement, it was a block for me, you know, thinking like there's a lot of other Latina platforms out there. But in reality, what you said is so true. No one is going to give the message the way you are giving it. So now I kind of want to get into a little bit more of the data and more of that information. When we are posting, is there anything you recommend that certain times, certain days, whatever it is that, that you kind of use or that you've learned? I try. So yes and no, because you could post at the right time, but if it's a crappy video, it's not going to do well. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> I'll start off by telling you like what makes videos do well. 
And then I'll tell you based on my follower count, my, based on my follower demographics and whatnot, what times and days work best for me. Um, so the way that TikTok works is they value retention. So like how long did you watch the video and how many times was it shared? Because if you think about it, when a video is shared, that means more views, which means more view times. The last thing that TikTok cares about is how many likes and how many comments you have. Like they, they tend to be correlated, right? With like, okay, if your video is shared a bunch of times, you're more likely to have more likes and more comments because it's been shared more times. But TikTok is just so freaking smart because you can like, you can go see a video and like it within the first few seconds. But if you didn't watch that video all the way through, did you really resonate with it? Did you really like it? Like, no, not really. You were distracted or it wasn't capture, capturing your attention enough that you moved on to the next one. So your number one job on TikTok is to get people to watch your entire video. And the way to do that is by having a good hook. So you always want to capture people's attention within the first two seconds, because if you don't, they're just going to, they're just going to um, swipe by it and not watch the entire thing. So I always try to start off with a hook. It could be like a question. It could be um, just like an outrageous statement. So like I just posted a video that started off by saying, and that's how you listen to you. And that's how you listen to your intuition. So you watch the video and the first thing you hear is, and that's how you listen to your intuition. So of course people like already know what the video is going to say mm -hmm. and they want to watch it. Cause they're like, okay, wait. So I kind of started with the end, if that makes sense. And then I told them how to listen to their intuition. So I would say the number one thing is have a hook and make sure that your video doesn't have fluff in there. Like you don't want to treat TikTok like you do Instagram stories. Instagram stories are casual. Those have their place. Those are for people that are already following you and know that they like your content. They, they know you, they trust you. TikTok is a whole nother game. New people are constantly seeing your content and those new people could become followers. So you have to be very strategic about how you... I like how you engage with those potential followers. So that would be the first thing. The second thing I would say that makes TikTok so different than like than Instagram is that with Instagram, when you post something, you have about 24 hours to see how it does. And then the engagement kind of drops after that. Mm -hmm. With TikTok, that's not necessarily the case. I have videos that I posted months ago that still get comments that kind of start to pick up again and then they'll go viral months after. So the, the lifespan of your video is much longer on TikTok than it is on something like Instagram. So for that reason, the exact time and day that you post doesn't matter that that much. Unless you have a huge like engaged following that's constantly like checking your page, then that makes, that makes sense. So um, I have a second account for Purpose Driven Latina, which I know you asked about and I didn't tell you. So I'll tell you after this, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just like, it just registered in my head. I have a second account for Purpose Driven Latina where I posted a video in November and a couple of weeks ago, it ended up on the main page of TikTok. And I didn't even know because I had the notifications off. And then one of my friends was like, hey, congrats on the new Purpose Driven Latina page. And I was like, 
wait, what? Like, no, I've had that page like, you know, for, for a while. And, um, he's actually a TikTok friend. He has, a he grew, um, a tortilla company on TikTok. And that's how we met. Wow. He was like, yeah, you're on the discovery page for like career advice. And I was like, what? And so like, I went and I looked and this was in February that I was like featured for a video that was posted in November. So this is why you also hear people say like, don't delete your videos because they could wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my suggestion is like always repost videos. If you think a video should have done well and it didn't do well, don't delete it, but repost it. So post it again. Um, now that I've answered that part of the question, I will say that the, the time that my videos tend to perform the best is in the evening. And I've noticed this more as the pandemic is um, now that there's a vaccine, now that people are maybe going back to work, now that um, this isn't like the newest thing and we're all inside because at that at that time last year I could post at any time of the day and my videos would like would blow up now I think there's a little bit more creators um people are kind of going back to like this is the new normal we're not all just like chilling at home trying to see what's going to happen like we're all getting back to life now so I would say between like 12 and eight o'clock Pacific time is when um, my videos tend to perform the best and I usually aim for like five to seven Awesome. So I want to ask you a little bit about consistency, right? I know that's super important in anything we do. And I'm sure in TikTok, it's the same thing. Are there any tips you can give us on how to not overwhelm ourselves with all of this content that we have to create? It's such a good question. And consistency can mean once a week. It could mean twice a week. It could mean three times a week. It could mean three times a day. I know creators that post eight times a day. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to run a business. I have purpose driven Latina. I have like all these other things. And I just don't have the time for that, especially because my, my videos, it's not like I'm posting whatever. Like I try to make it very informative. So um, what I would say is determine what consistent is like for you. Like maybe you start off by once a week. And if it's once a week, then okay, can we maybe sit down and like record four videos in one day and then we have a month's worth of content. So like I'm very big on if I'm going to go do my hair and makeup, then I'm going to go record as many videos as I can. But if I'm not prepared for that, then like you can't just expect creativity to like come to you. Like you can't force it. Oh my gosh. I said this on like an Instagram live, but um, I said creativity is like an orgasm. You can't force it. And like you have to just like <laughs> let it kind of come to you. So you can't just say like, okay, I did my hair and makeup. Let's record. Um, I mean, you can, sometimes it works, but what I've learned is whenever I am journaling in the morning or whenever I'm kind of brainstorming on like, okay, what is it that I have coming up? Like what, or even like, what am I going through in my life? Most of the time, my videos are like things I needed to hear or like things my (laughs) clients needed to hear. So when I, when I'm like, oh my gosh, this is good. I should talk about this. So like when I, my intuition, like I was struggling with making a decision and then I was like, wait, like, let me just ask myself, let me just like silence my, my mind and try to listen to my intuition. That's where the idea for that video came from. So if you're going to already do your hair and makeup, decide that you're going to record videos, but have some ideas in mind. And the thing is, once you start consuming TikTok content, ideas kind of come to you. They just kind of pop into your head. So the first thing to do is consume content, 
see what you like, see what you don't like, see what resonates with you. And um, I think people tend to feel like they need to reinvent the wheel and things need to be original, but it is 2021. Like nothing is original. Everything in this life now is a remix of what, of somebody else's idea pretty much. And I think there's nothing wrong with going to go look and say, okay, I really like the structure of this video. I'm going to use that exact same structure, but with my own stuff. Like obviously don't go copy and paste people's videos and like just put yourself in it. So that would be my advice. So like decide how consistent you want to be and batch record, but be prepared. I love that even just kind of reframing what consistency means, because I think a lot of times just the word consistency makes you overwhelmed because you're like, oh, I have to post every day, you know, and we think that it's an everyday thing in everything in our lives. So I like that deciding what that is for you and then going off of that. Now I want to jump on to the money part, right? I think that's a lot of the questions that people had. How can you make money off of TikTok and how how you found that you can? I love this question um, because I think there's people in like two different camps. Like one group of people is like, what? You can make money on social media? Like I thought that was just a waste of time. And then you have other people that maybe feel like, oh, you have like this amount of followers, you must make hella bank, you must make a bunch of money. (laughs) And um, neither of those are true. (laughs) So TikTok is like any other social media platform. It is nothing more than a tool. I know people that have a million followers and they haven't made a penny. Mm -hmm. And so like your followers don't necessarily equate to your revenue it's like what you do with those followers so Mm -hmm. obviously having a lot of followers will get you more opportunities and there's there's a few different ways to to make money so recently tiktok started a um a creator fund where they put like millions of dollars i want to say into this creator fund and if you have over ten thousand followers you can join and you get paid on views it's not much like I'll get like 20 cents a day or something. So it's really not like you don't want to live off of that. I mean, unless you have millions of followers, then I can totally see how that would really um, pay off. It's honestly not, not a ton, but like free money, why not take it? So that's one option. That's the way that you can directly make money from TikTok. But another way is to uh, start working with brands on like sponsored content. And I actually hadn't done any sponsored content until TikTok. And I started working with pretty big brands. So Burt's Bees was one of them. They had like a huge campaign. And when you open the TikTok app, my video was there. I didn't even know it was going to be used to that level, or I think I would have freaked out. But I made the video like, ah, not a big deal. Just putting some lotion on my face. And like, I didn't really overthink it. Um, And that was... Yeah, it came through TikTok. I created two TikTok videos for for them. And then they paid me for those videos. I also worked with Acura on a video, the car company. And um, for they were a sponsor at the Sundance Film Festival. So those were the two like brand deals that I got. But I think what, what has really come out from TikTok as well is speaking opportunities. I've come up with, I've gotten a lot of speaking opportunities. I was actually invited to Harvard university to lead like meditation for their first gen group, which was like, when would I have connected with them? So like just these amazing connections that I've made. And then, um, 
I've also, what else came from, I was like just thinking about something. So a lot of speaking opportunities, a lot of um, like workshop opportunities, leading workshops, and those were all paid, which was great. And then last, but certainly not least, I launched um, Purpose Driven Latina while I was already creating content on TikTok. So Purpose Driven Latina is a group coaching program that helps um, daughters of immigrants align with their purpose so that we can live a more fulfilled life. And it's pretty much a 12-week group coaching program with a bunch of driven Latinas that like love their culture, but also know that they want to do something that is not in the quote unquote norm of what like, you know, our family expects of us. Like we want to be the CEOs. We want to be the ones like creating generational wealth and like starting businesses and all of these things. So that's kind of what the group coaching program is, is about. And I created one TikTok video pretty much talking about who the program was for. And I ended up getting at that moment, I had 40,000 followers, but from that one video, I think it ended up getting about 25,000 views. I had 368 applications for the group coaching program. Wow! So I pretty much sold out the program through TikTok, which was like, like it was mind blowing for everyone around. Because for me, it was like, I'm, I'm, I didn't even go into it thinking like, ah, I'm going to sell out my program through TikTok. No, it was like, okay, that's where I have followers. I better talk about this. But I just Mm -hmm. thought about it the way I talk about in any other video. But my coach at the time and like everyone in my program, everybody was like shook. We were all like, wait, what just happened? And I think that's when we really started to see the potential of, of TikTok. So like if your goal is to monetize you, it's so it's possible, but you have to go into it with like, the intention of having the right followers, like the people that are your target audience. And then like, what is it that you have to sell or to offer? Because those brand deals, they're not always going to come. And honestly, they don't come until you have a, like those recently came for me. I was already at over a hundred thousand. But what I will say is like the main thing that TikTok has done for me is develop those, those relationships. And I've, I actually interviewed Luis Fonsi during the um, uh, the Latinx Heritage Month awesome. event, which was like, I, I almost thought it was a joke because like they didn't give me much info until like the day before because they had like other programs going on. So I guess they were busy. And um, I also was like able to make tamales on TikTok on the main page with my mom during the holidays. And that's like, how amazing is that to have these opportunities <laughs> to like honor my culture on TikTok? Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I think ultimately, a lot of the people that are wanting this information, either, like we said, have their side hustle, um, have their business. And I think like, that's the biggest thing, getting that audience that will potentially uh, become your customer. So I know that once all of this kind of happened for you, you were able to leave your nine to five. Any advice or anything you want to share about that experience alone? Because I know that's huge. And a lot of people in our community are trying to achieve that. Yeah, I thought about leaving my nine to five for years. I, I, <laughs> as I told you, I accidentally got into tech, which is a dangerous, like, not dangerous. Like, it's a, it's a great industry to be in. And I'm so grateful for everything that I learned. But 
I was making six figures at like 25 years old or 26 or something like that. So it was a very, you know, according to my parents, I made it like, what else did I want? Right. Why was I complaining about wanting something, something more? And I imagine that I would go into tech for a year, leave tech, go back to grad school, and then like start my own nonprofit or something. That was my idea of what my life was going to be like. Obviously that didn't happen. I stayed in tech and I I don't know what I was waiting to happen there. I guess like, yeah, I'm not really sure, but this was always in the back of my mind of eventually I want to leave to go start my own business. And I guess it was almost like the self-doubt that we all feel. And like, I'll tell you friends, that self-doubt, it doesn't go away. Like it just keeps coming back. You know, we tend to think like, ah, when I'm done with school, then like, then I'm going to be good. Or like, once I get that job, then I'm going to be good. But like, nope, there's always new things to learn. There's always new things outside of our comfort zone that are going to kind of make you question yourself. So what stopped me was that self-doubt and I, there was many times where I was like, I'm just so over this. I'm going to quit. And I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that. Like in the end, I know it would have been fine if I decided to, but um, I really started to like shift my perspective. And I began to think about my side hustle as um, an opportunity to like take a lot of risks because I had a steady income. So sometimes we feel like we're almost um, like we're almost tied down by our day job that we feel like we can't really focus on like a side hustle or a different like entrepreneurship journey if we have this like other thing that's taking up a bunch of a bunch of time and there's truth to that there is but when i started to switch my perspective to okay right now i have like a steady salary i could go and like see if things work and if they don't work i'll just change it right because when you are then depending on income you're going to follow the income And I didn't want to do that. So um, I spent, I started the group coaching program in like June of 2020. I didn't leave until November, but the reason I ended up leaving was because I had a lot of demand. And at that point I was like, I can't even give the, my coaching program, the time it needs and the time, like if I had more time on my hands, I could do this on a bigger scale. So that's why I decided to leave. But I think that the advice that I would give to people is that there's no perfect time to leave your day job. There really isn't like you can, I tried to think about it logically for so long and it just kind of got to a point where I was like, I don't want to be there anymore. Mm -hmm. And like, I I knew I didn't want to be there. So I tried to like save money. So a few things that I would say for people is if you know, you don't want to leave, make a plan to leave. Like, and if you have to push the date, push the date. My plan was to leave, um, at the end of 2020, I was going to leave in December. I ended up leaving. I put in my notice in October and I left in November, but I had a plan. So then I was like, okay, well, how much money do I need to make? And the truth is you're going to like, there, nothing is guaranteed. So what you have to do is plan as much as you can, but like, it's not really in your control. The real question is like, how can you ensure that you're aligned with something you actually want to do? Because I can't tell you how many times I see people with like, oh, I'm just like, I'm going to go be a virtual assistant just because they saw a video about it on TikTok. And it's like, do you really want to do that though? Like it's, it's, it takes consistency and like hard work. And if it's not something you want to do, then like, what, what are you going to, it's just, you're setting yourself up for failure. So for all of the people that know they want to leave their nine to five, 
amazing. You're already a step ahead of many people that don't even realize how miserable they are and they're going to figure it out like later on in, in life. And some people want it, want a nine to five and that's totally okay too. We need people to work nine to five. So if you know that you want to leave, start to make a plan for when it is that you want to leave and what you have to do in order to get there. And the truth is your nights and weekends are not for partying anymore. If you know that that's what you want to do, like that is the time that you're going to have to dedicate to your side hustle. Like if you know that you want to do what you're doing for yourself full time, you need to start like you're dedicating 40 hours a week to your day job. So like, why do you think that your side hustle is going to grow if you're only dedicating two hours to it every few weeks or so? Like you need to be consistent with that too. You need to show up to those meetings like you would to a meeting for your nine to five or your day job. So, so good. Thank you so much, Erika. Tell us about the programs and uh, the products that you have coming up as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I have Grow on TikTok, which is a digital course. I pretty much took all of the tips, tricks, techniques, everything that I learned by um, trial and error in on my own account, as well as working directly with TikTok as part of their creator program. And I put it all into a five-week course that people can take on their own time. And that is opening up um, pretty soon, actually. Um, when this airs, it'll be a couple of days. So if you'd like to go to the link in my Instagram bio, you can join the waitlist. If you do join the waitlist, you get a special discount when we actually open the doors. So that's grow on TikTok. So if you know you want to create content on there, but you don't know where to start, that is the perfect course for content creators, entrepreneurs, and small business owners. And then the other program that I have coming up is Purpose Driven Latina. And this is the group coaching program that is focused on helping daughters of immigrants align with their purpose. And the wait list is in my bio as well. And that one is opening up mid-April. And I'm, I'm super excited about that because that's very um, transformational. Both programs are transformational in their own way. Um, so yeah, if you feel like you're a fit for either of those, I would love to work with you. Yes, and we'll definitely link everything on the show notes, um, your TikTok, your Instagram, so they can follow you. Thank you so much, Erika, for sharing all of this knowledge with us. Thank you for what you're doing, representing all of us as well, Latinas, uh, making us proud. So thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. It was such a fun conversation. All right, ladies, we will talk to you guys next week. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.